Welcome to Podpack, where we yak about pop culture. We're still doing some Mod Taxi. I decided to keep with it. This is episodes 4, 5, and 6. In episode 4, we see the odyssey of this cat who is obsessed with dodo birds, gambling, spending money that he can't physically see, and rare things. His whole life kind of perfectly added all the right ingredients to create a whale it's like you know you added sugar spice and then chemical x was the whole obsession of the only way to be cool in school is to have these dumb ass erasers i remember being that way in my school like back when i back in my day um it was pokemon cards the more things change the more things stay the same so pokemon cards were huge back then and if you had the coolest most holographic cards you were the bomb and everybody had these books for collecting pokemon cards and you'd show them off some people got their entire books stolen it was wild but um this is this was even this was even weirder it was rare erasers which because the teacher didn't really let them have anything really except for stationary because he was like Listen, in my class, we're all about socialism. And I'm like, all right, cool. You can't have Pokemon cards in his class. You can't have the newest Jordans and Nikes. And that, like, the Jordans thing is a real problem. I remember going to school, and if you didn't have the newest Jordans, you were teased for being too poor to afford them until you cried. And the people with the cool Jordans sometimes got their asses beat and robbed for their sneakers. The Jordans thing was a real problem, and it's never really been solved. Nothing's really become of it. Shaq was like, let, let me introduce some more, some low, some low price shoes, which was really nice of him. But now if you're wearing Shaq shoes, people are going to be like, you're wearing the Shaq shoes? Your mom went to Kmart or wherever they're sold? So, um, poor Shaq. He tried, and it backfired on him. So, Erasers were really popular. This one kid doesn't really have the means to have the coolest erasers. He had one, and it was a dodo. And this dodo meant a lot to him. It meant, like, the status, his status. Like, I have this rare dodo bird one. And he wanted a baboon one, but it cost him a lot of money because he got the rush of auctions, online auctions. That was, like, a rush for him. It wasn't just that. It's that he desperately needed it. This gets stirred in the pot with chemical x and he this cat gets obsessed as an adult with being a whale for this mobile game where he spends all of his money dumping it into this gotcha game which honestly these should be illegal how they abuse people uh, and kind of take advantage of people psychologically like i know it's like yeah but you put your own money in there it's your own fault if you got by a gotcha yes but also they have like flashing lights and other psychological things they use in casinos to get you to want to get the thing. It's fucked up, especially for something that doesn't even exist in real life. So this guy is playing this zoo game against who he saw was a person who outbid him for this eraser. So he feels like A, he has to get Dodo because Dodos mean a lot to him. B, he has to get vengeance against this motherfucker that outbid him and got him to get his ass beat by his dad when he was younger. And then also he, he put all his money in this game. He fucking better win something out of it. When he finally gets this dodo, though, a taxi comes screaming around the corner and he drops his phone with the dodo into a drain. Gets his phone back, gets it fixed. It's all gone. This is enough to make him break. I love this episode so much because there's a lot of people who are like, I don't understand whales. I don't understand people who could put all their money into these dumbass games. And even if you're watching this, you're still like, dude, I get it. But then what are you doing, man? 
you're ruining your life. It's easy to say that from the outside, right? To go to look from the outside and go, oh, you know what, alcoholic, why don't you just stop drinking alcohol? It's like that. It's easy for us to look at this cat and his shitty life and his broken phone, his restored phone and nothing, there's no dodo on it and go, oh, he needs, he, he needs to just stop. What he needs is like gambling rehab. He's, he cracks. He cracks and goes nuts. And now his new goal is not just vengeance on that guy that had the really, that outbid him. His new goal is vengeance against this motherfucking taxi driver. He finds the baboon's gun because, again, the story's kind of intertwined. The baboon buries his gun, so he's not walking around with it. In Japan, guns are a lot more serious than they are in uh, the West. So he buries his gun in a box in the park. This cat finds it. He also finds, like, a Halloween mask. And he starts fucking just terrorizing the populace, including the... the homo sapien guy who's not really popular the boar the boar's not funny he doesn't have he does he's not a good looking like the horses the horse is getting all of this acclaim he's being on all these tv shows people saw him and go wow you have a face for tv not a fucking face for radio like the fucking pig does and even then the pig doesn't even have a fucking voice for radio he's just he has to work a part-time job because you know that's how life is and the horse is over here just success after success after success he honestly doesn't need this guy and he's even told why don't you just drop this fucking dude but this dude he get his shit gets intertwined with the cat because he sees him while he's like cracking and going crazy and starts just asking him a ton of questions and i'm like bro leave him the fuck alone it seems like you're not helping like this dude is already a cracked egg and you took over you came over here with a hammer and nail and we're like let me see what happens if i just try to break open this egg some more to, to get to know this nail to understand this type of person maybe i don't know maybe i can find something funny about this situation there's nothing that you can find that's funny about this situation bro you need to leave the situation these stories get even more intertwined as the, as it goes on this one in this one we get some we get our walrus intertwining with our idols one of the mafia guys happens to be this shady looking fox who not only controls the idols lives and tells them hey this is what you have to do you can't what you can't gain weight you have to be at the studio at the right at the right time i have to pick you up from a different place each time it's just a shit it just looks shady but it's probably for the idols protection he also makes them wear masks and he also is like wait a minute, my other duty, being a mafia guy, means that I kind of maybe perhaps want your data that you've been recording on your on your dash cam. Also, I'm going to leave some flyers back here. We get to know some stuff about these about the other girls in the group. I think they're like Midnight something. Midnight Kiss, I think. Let's call them Midnight Kiss. Um, these are the other two girls in that band. One of them is dating the monkey who is the walrus's friend who had to take out a loan to pretend to be rich. This is going to put him in the poorhouse, and I'm assuming going to intertwine him with the Yakuza. Because you took a loan, you're going to have to answer to us because you you are not able to pay that shit back. And he just did took out a $1,000 loan to go to dinner. After using, like, you know, fucking skip the dishes and stuff like that, I get it. <laughs> I understand paying $1,000 for dinner. It Those things rack up in price. Holy shit. Fast food is not the cheap alternative anymore. It's cheaper to stay home and make a home-cooked meal, to be honest with you. But she's dating him, and the fox is watching her date him. It seems like it's a setup where the idol, 
who's wearing a mask. And I think this is why she's wearing a mask because she goes around dating these old men and taking their money. She dates them, takes advantage of them, takes their money, gives it to her boss, her boss. It's all a Yakuza setup. I don't think that this girl knows that she is in the Yakuza or if she does, she's doing it because, well, I have to, this is the price I have to pay to be a famous idol. And even then I have to wear a fucking mask. Good for me, I guess. Also, the baboon who had the gun, the gangster baboon, came back and was like, listen, we have to work together. Wink. The baboon is a wanted man by the one dude who wants to go viral so bad. He went viral threatening this dangerous criminal. He has no way to actually do anything. He's just threatening a guy and getting ridiculous amounts of views. And the baboon is kind of worried about it because now this guy, now his face is all over the place. But you, these are people you don't want to get involved with, you adorable little hippo. I get it, you want to get viral, but this is not the way to do it. In episode 6, things get even more crazy. So you got the walrus finding out that the alpaca that's really interested in him stole the medicine from the gorilla's hospital, which may come back to bite the gorilla in the ass because they're thinking, oh, the gorilla must be stealing the medicine. And he's like, look, I'm just going to shut down my practice. And he tells the walrus several times, you need to go to another doctor. You need to go to a bigger hospital. So the walrus is like, yo, the gorilla is my friend. This is fucked up. And she's like, I really like you. And he's like, listen, don't talk to me ever again because she, she's involved with the baboon. Apparently they used to be, they used to date. Remember those loans and how I said they're going to bite you in the ass? Well, she got one to get, to pay off uh, nursing school is biting her in the ass because now she has to steal a dick. She has to steal medicine from work to give to the baboon to pay off her fucking loan. I wonder what they're going to get the monkey to do. We find out that that skunk that's really that really likes Midnight Kiss won the fucking lottery with the random numbers that the walrus gave him just so he can leave him alone. And he's like, look, to pay you back, I want to take you to this place that I work. It's like a, it's like a cabaret. We're going to sit you down with some beautiful women. The walrus is not into it. He is really awkward about the whole situation. And right as he's like enjoying himself, the dude, the fucking cat now wearing the skull mask comes in and shoots, comes in and shoots up the place causing the walrus to freak the fuck out and, like, get out of there. This whole thing, the way everything's intertwined, is so good. This is good story writing. And it got me, it got me by the throat, the good story writing. I love the intertwining storylines in this. I absolutely adore them. And I think that is what's keeping me here. And also, you know, uh uh-oh, people's gonna get in trouble for dealing with people they shouldn't be dealing with. And I'm so excited to see what's gonna happen next. Like, I... This, this may be like a slice of life like show, but I am really digging it. Speaking of funny slice of life shows, Beastars is back. And if I can find a way to get my old reviews back onto iTunes and stuff, because I'm having the devil's own time getting the Berserk. I, I spent the last couple days trying to get Berserk on here, but I just cannot fucking do it. I'm going to keep trying. And once I do, I'm going to definitely upload the, my first season's thoughts about... Um, Beastars, so that I can talk about season two of Beastars. Very excited about Beastars. So, yeah, that's Odd Taxi episodes three, four, uh, episodes four, five, and six. I'm gonna hit up another three episodes and catch you guys on the flip side. Thanks so much for hanging out. And if you want to follow me, check me out on Twitter at audio underscore D E E.